Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination take flight. And this week's story is the second part of a story we started in last week's episode. It's an original two-part story written by me, Teresa, and features an autumn camping trip, a lot of apples, and some fall family fun. So without further ado, here is the second part of our story, Autumn Adventure. Noah, Finn, Kellen, and their parents were on an adventure. They were camping in the fall, which meant beautiful leaves all around them. The first day of their adventure, they had put up their tent in the campsite in the woods, followed by a hike up a tall cliff. From the top of the cliff, they had been able to see one of the largest lakes in the world. And on their way back to the campsite, they had come across a most unusual creature, a porcupine. They had finished their evening with a campfire, s'mores, stories, and stargazing. The weather was cooler than what they were used to when camping in the summer, and Noah and Finn were more than happy to cuddle up inside their sleeping bags within the tent when their mom told them it was time for bed. For the most part, they slept well through the night. In the morning, Noah woke to find his parents were already out of the tent. He snuck outside and found his mom by the campfire. She had a heavy black pan and was making scrambled eggs over the low fire. A little ways away, their dad was helping Kellen to explore the area around their campsite. Good morning, honey, Noah's mom said to him. He rubbed a hand over his sleepy eyes. Good morning. Did you sleep okay? His mom asked. Noah nodded. Can I help you make breakfast? Of course, his mom patted the camping chair beside her. Why don't you sit here and help me keep an eye on the eggs while I get some of the bread ready for toasting? She had several special bread toasting sticks, which held the bread inside a small, flat wire cage. Noah helped her slide the bread slices into the cages, and then he got to hold the toasting sticks over the fire while his mom finished making the eggs. Be careful now, Noah's mom told him. If you get the bread too close to the fire, you'll burn the toast. We want them to be nice and golden brown. Noah tried his best to follow his mom's instructions. The corner of one slice did get a little dark, not quite burnt, but definitely past golden brown. But otherwise, he was pretty happy with the results, as was his mom. She carefully took the newly toasted toast out of the cages when they were ready, and she put in two more slices for Noah to toast. You're getting pretty good at that, buddy, Noah's dad said as he and Kellen came over. Kellen seemed especially excited at the idea of breakfast, and their mom sat him down with a piece of toast with peanut butter. Mommy, came Finn's voice from inside the tent. We're out here, their dad called and went to the tent's opening. Come out and have some breakfast. Finn stumbled sleepily out of the tent and gave a big yawn. How did you sleep? their mom asked, handing Finn a piece of peanut butter toast. I dreamed about a porcupine, Finn said, taking a bite of his toast. But it wasn't scary. It wanted to be my friend. We played soccer. That's awesome, their dad said with a laugh. I think I would like to have a dream like that. After everyone had had their fill of toast and eggs, it was time to pack up the tent and camping things. When Finn asked why they had to leave so soon, their mom gave him a smile. 
Did you forget we have another special surprise for today? Oh yeah, Finn said with a wide grin. I did forget. What's the surprise? Let me guess, Noah said. We have to wait and find out. Their mom gave Noah a nod. Yep, but don't worry. I think you'll like it. When the car was all packed again and everyone buckled in, their dad drove out of the campsite. They were soon back on the highway, watching a blur of orange and yellow and red leaf trees pass by the car windows. Just as Finn was starting to feel a little bored, their dad turned the car onto a narrow dirt road lined with brightly colored signs, including one big one that was in the shape of a bright red apple. Is this an apple place? he asked. It is, their mom said. It's called an orchard, and they have so many apple trees and a lot more here. The orchard was very busy, with lots of cars parking in the grass near a big red barn. Noah, Finn, and their family got out and started for the barn. An older lady with a happy smile greeted them at a table outside the barn. Hello! Are you here to pick some apples? We are, Noah and Finn's dad said. The woman handed him a cloth bag. Wonderful! And it looks like you brought along some excellent helpers. She gave Noah and Finn a wink. Their family followed a path along the barn that led to a field filled with row after row of apple trees. Whoa, Finn said. Look at all those apples! Which ones do we get to pick? Noah asked. Their mom pointed to a sign that had a large map with pictures of different kinds of apples on it. This shows us where the different kinds of apples are in the orchard. Some apples are really good for baking, and some apples are good for mashing into applesauce, and some apples are great for just plain old eating. What kind do you think we should get? Eating ones! Noah and Finn shouted together. Their mom and dad looked over the map and decided on which kind they thought would work best. Then they all began walking through the orchard, except for Kellen, who got to ride on their dad's shoulders. When they arrived at the trees that had the kind of apples their parents thought would be best, they found the tree branches were a little too far off the ground for Finn to reach, though Noah could reach a few of the lower branches. So their mom took Kellen's hand and helped him walk around and explore, while their dad lifted Finn up so he could start plucking apples off the tree branches. Now let's be careful which ones we're picking, their dad said. We want to pick good apples that we'll eat. We don't want to waste any apples. What about all these apples on the ground? Noah said, kicking at one with his foot. These don't look like good apples. We'll leave those alone, their dad said, taking an apple that Finn handed to him and giving it to Noah to put in the canvas bag. Unless we accidentally drop an apple, we'll leave the apples that are on the ground where they are. The three of them worked to fill up the canvas bag. After a bit, their dad gave Noah a turn and lifted him into the air so he could pick apples higher up. Their mom and Kellen came back just as they were finishing up. Kellen had a twig in his hand and seemed to be very happy. He tried to pick up one of the apples on the ground. Apple! he cried. No, thank you, their mom said, sweeping him into her arms. It's icky. Apple icky? Kellen said. That is an icky apple, but these apples, she said, admiring the full canvas bag, are yummy. Great job, boys. Their dad went to lift up the apple bag and nearly fell over. Whoa, that is a lot of apples. It's so heavy. I'll help you, Noah said, hurrying to his dad's side. Me too, said Finn. 
With their help, their dad was able to lift up the bag and carry it in his arms as they made their way back to the big red barn. When they reached the lady at the table again, her eyes grew wide and she clapped her hands together. Oh my! Look at that! I don't know that I've ever seen such a full apple bag before! Their mom paid the lady for the apples, and while their dad went to put the apples in the car, the boys went with their mom into the big red barn. It was unlike any barn they had ever been in before. It was more like a store than a barn. There were all kinds of things in there. There were things you could buy for cooking and baking with apples. There were candles and towels with pictures of apples on them. They saw shelf after shelf of jams and jellies and honeys and syrups and glass containers. And best of all, there were yummy treats made with apples that you could buy. Their mom let them each pick out a treat. Noah chose an apple dipped in delicious caramel. Finn wanted an apple turnover pastry with lots of white frosting on it. And Kellen got an apple muffin. They took their treats out another door to eat, and to their surprise, they found something new and exciting. A corn maze! There was a large field of golden corn stalks ahead of them, and people were going in and out of it, and lots of laughing and shouting could be heard from within it. The corn stalks were so tall, you couldn't see over them, making it a little tricky for people to find their way out, it seemed. Can we do that? Noah asked his parents. After you finish your treat, their dad said. Once everyone was ready, their family headed toward the start of the corn maze. Once inside, Noah and Finn realized it could be very tricky indeed to find their way out. They each took one of their parents' hands, and together they walked through the maze. Sometimes they went the right way for a while, and that was very exciting. But sometimes they chose the wrong way, which led to a dead end, and they had to go back and try to find a different way. It was very fun and exciting, and Noah and Finn had lots of ideas about which way to go. Finally, they found the exit and came out of the maze. Noah and Finn both cheered and did a happy dance. We did it! Finn shouted, pumping his fist in the air. Near the exit, there was a table where a lady sat with paints on her table. Noah and Finn watched as the lady painted a beautiful butterfly on a girl's cheek. Do you want to have your faces painted? Their mom asked. Finn nodded, but Noah wasn't quite so sure. When the girl's butterfly was done, they went over to the table, and Finn sat down in the chair beside the lady. What kind of picture do you want to have painted on your face? The lady showed him a poster that had different designs on it. Maybe one of these? Finn's finger pointed to a picture of a boy who had a tiger's face painted all over his face. I want to be a tiger! You got it, the lady said. She got to work right away. First, she put some orange on Finn's forehead and cheeks, and then some white on his chin. Then she put the black stripes and white whiskers on. All the while, Finn sat very still. The paint and paintbrush felt wet and cold on his skin, but it soon dried. As she finished, the lady handed Finn a small mirror so he could see himself. He smiled wide and then roared at his reflection. I'm a ferocious tiger! Watch out! Roar! Their mom gave Noah's shoulder a squeeze. Do you want to have something painted on your face? Noah thought about it for a moment, and then pointed to a picture on the poster that showed a boy with a T-Rex on his cheek. Can I get that? Of course, the lady said. Noah sat in the chair and waited patiently as the lady painted a green and blue T-Rex on his right cheek. 
When she was done, she handed him the mirror, and Noah smiled. He liked how it looked. Finally, it was time to head back to the car. As they got back inside, Noah and Finn tried to be careful not to bump their cheeks and mess up their face paintings. It was time to start the long trip back home. Finn and Kellen soon fell asleep in their car seats, but Noah stayed awake. He looked out the window, happy to see the T-Rex on his cheek reflected in the window as he watched the brightly colored leaves of autumn pass by outside. The End We hope you enjoyed the second part of our story, Autumn Adventure. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. You can also help others to discover the stories you've enjoyed here by sharing the podcast on social media, inviting friends to give it a try, or writing a review on Apple Podcasts. Noah, Finn, and their family were enjoying some time outdoors in the fall. What are some of your favorite things to do in the fall? Feel free to draw a picture of you doing some of your favorite fall things and ask an adult to help you share it with us, either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media, where they can find us on Instagram at whiskersandwingspodcast, on Twitter at whiskerwingpod, or on our website, whiskersandwingspodcast.com. Until next time, keep using your imagination! Whiskers and Wings Podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales, Theme music by Ruth Richmond.